What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He was an all-swag second baseman there. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft enthusiast. He's our guru. He's our Madden slash college football, or is it was EA Sports college football legend? <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be NCAA football anymore. Oh, wow. Hey, hey don't forget, uh, recent uh, NBA 2K20 uh, NBA champion. Oh, man. With against who? With the Pelicans. Who are you playing against? You know what? They switched the rules up on me. I, I had no control over it. And so it was like the, just the top 16 regardless. So I ended up playing the Houston Rockets with. Uh, no, 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 no. Were you playing against the computer or was this in oh, a, in a computer. online? Oh, against okay. The computer. okay. But it was like, it's so it was, it was on rookie. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was one just below Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. He was on pro. One just below Hall of Fame. I was, I was a superstar. I was a superstar. I was a superstar. I, I earned it. He's Glenn Morgan, by the way. You can catch all his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. What's going on, fellas, man? Glad to glad to be here with you guys, man. man what's going on? We got some stuff to talk about here. Um, NBA playoffs are in full swing, man, and some uh, some things happened uh, over over this past week. Um, our guy number one, Justin Fields, was at minicamp for the Bears and looking looking pretty good. They say. And uh, we're going to talk a little college football playoff, but let's start with baseball real quick. It's a good time to be a Chicago baseball fan right now. Both teams are in first place. Um, and it, it, it just makes the summer, especially in, in cities that um, the cold weather cities, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think Miami or LA or, you know, Houston, I don't think they really, you know, summer doesn't hit, as, as, as nicely as it does in, in, in cold weather cities like Chicago, man. And having, having a first place baseball team just makes it, makes that summer so much better, man. So it's, it's, it's cool having both teams playing well. Yeah, I totally agree with you. The impact uh, summer has and, and baseball has during the summer in, in a place like Chicago, Cleveland, mid, in Midwestern cities, when they're doing well, man, it, it makes the summer not so much fly by, but that much more enjoyable. And it just seems like, you know, every day's, you know, a, a, a brighter day. Uh, that being said, the White Sox are currently getting smashed three to nothing. <laughs> it's early, man. It's early. It's, it's early. early. It's early. Hey, it's man. Early. White Sox better beat Tampa. That I'm going to have a real problem if they get swept, <laughs> by, another, they get another, swept by another NL East opponent. Meanwhile, I mean, AL East opponent. That's telling me that my Yankees, who are goddamn going to struggle. Yeah, we just we just the best division in baseball. Right. On now the we, other side, the team that was supposed to win it all <laughs> is is not looking good. And uh, yeah, your Yankees are in a little trouble. Yeah, a little bit yeah. of trouble. We 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 struggle. We struggle. But as eight, you see, eight and a half out round right now. Man, it's rough. So today I decided to be on the podcast in my son's room that I painted Yankees colors with the pinstripes on. Wow, the wall. look at that. So you know, I'm like maybe you know this. What kind of mental anguish are you putting help. your son through, man? That, what help. What's going on, man? I'm, I'm going to end up repainting their rooms because I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, dude, let me ask you well, this. I know your, 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 your son's are young now, but do they appreciate the Yankee uh, the Yankee pinstripes? Uh, mm, not really. No. They – so BJ is my oldest. He's the one who's – he's playing T-ball now. He's into baseball. He – one minute he's a Yankees fan, next minute he's a Cubs fan. Currently, he's a Sox fan. It's just, and I think he's gonna stick with the Sox. He, his T-ball uh, uniform is White Sox. Okay. Everything right now surrounding him is White Sox. You know, like me coaching, he coming with me everywhere. <laughs> I coach for the White Sox Ace program, so he's coming with me everywhere. So all he see. It's White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and I don't have a problem with it at all. And Grandma's a White Sox fan, too, right? Die hard. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Die so, hard. There you so go. So, you go over there, yeah. she's watching the White Sox. It's like, so <laughs> it's, it's it, if they ain't on, she on MLB TV trying to watch White Sox highlights. So, she, <laughs> so yeah, so he, he, he's probably going to be that. And I mean, of course, yeah, it's time. 
this was just new homeowner excited <laughs> painted the room gotta Yankee gotta gotta put yankee pinstripes on the wall i, I yeah you know? I, I get that man i get that <laughs> I might, I might, I might do one side Yankee pinstripes with the Yankee blue, and then the other side. Well, it's hard to do a black wall in the room because that's like, or do white and black pinstripes and hey, maybe you could put do, a yeah, socks in. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I might do that next. You know, just to have both. You could do, yeah. You could put the, you know, put the white pinstripe uh, down, you know. Mm-hmm. And sorry, and sorry, uh, Northsiders, as you can tell, I'm not interested in doing that at all. In my <laughs> well, house. you can't, yeah, you can't do that. Man. Well, hey, <laughs> cannot hey, res- do that. But respect to the Northsiders, right now, you know, we may not want to talk about it, but these guys are surprised. They're one of the surprises to me in the MLB this year. I did not expect them to be as far in first. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're not as far because they're tied with the Brewers. They're, they're but I just, tied, yeah. I, I didn't expect them to be in first place. I thought they needed to be third. You know, I think they, I mm-hmm. thought their pitching would be sporadic at best, but it's actually been relatively consistent. The hitting has been consistent all year. They've been making do with smart base running, you know, a la Baez, and he's pulling the, the hocus pocus on that one guy where he ran back to home plate. <laughs> That's just the craziest thing I've ever seen. That was, that was stupidity is what it was. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Just go step on the bag. That's bro. all he had to do. Or, man, <laughs> just just run him all the way back to the plate. He can't go nowhere. Can't go nowhere. He can't pass home plate. No yeah. <laughs> he was he was literally, he was scared that Baez was going to juke him out of his socks. <laughs> but uh, that being said, I mean, the Cubs did beat uh, – Took two out of three from the Padres in San Diego. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. And they just swept the Cardinals. That was impressive. So uh, five and one in their last six games. I mean, I, that's uh, – I'm impressed by, by the Northsiders. And I hope they remain in first place as, as the White Sox uh, do. And so when these two teams, you know, face off, it'll make – you know, it'll definitely be, you know, fun time in yeah. Chicago. Definitely intensifies the rivalry. Oh, yeah. Well, doubt. Definitely intensifies the rivalry. It's like – so often with the rivalry, it's like one team is doing really good, the other team is doing really bad. It's it hasn't been. When was the last? Teams. When was the last time both teams were in first place and uh, playing against each other? I don't know if Man. they were both in first, but or just you know both with winning. Well, I know I they usually both, they both went records. to the playoffs in 08. Right, I they think both won divisions in 08. I think, but you know, I don't mm. know if they were first at the, at at the, the time, time of the when game. they met, right? right. right but right. they both had winning records. And I think more so if anything else in Chicago, we're like, hey, both teams have winning records. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. one or the other. But when both have winning records, man, that rivalry, I mean, it is it's heated, but in a good way, man. And it's just like you can just see the spittle going back and forth between fans. You know, homes are divided. You know, brother fights brother, sister fights sister. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all, but it's all good, though, man. I, and I look forward to hopefully, again, both these teams being in the first place so we can see. Uh, and, I, you know, I, and only that, but nationally, I hope the national uh, spotlight turns Chicago. It's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know? As it should. I mean, when the Yankees and Mets was, they really promoted that. Like, well, that's New York, though. Yeah. You know I know. Yeah. The, the Eastern Seaboard Programming Network. Yes, <laughs> 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 they control that. They control that. And I used to work there. I know. Believe me. Mm. Interesting. Hey, let's move on. Let's let's talk some NBA buckets, man. Playoffs, uh, like I said, full swing. Um, I've got something that's grinding my gears here. Um, the Phoenix Suns took out the the Denver Nuggets. Yes, they did. Four game sweep. That is grinding your gears. I got something grinding my gears, though, man. This game is soft. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it's yeah. Soft, man. Oh yeah. It's soft. How how does the MVP? You don't you don't do that get ejected to for 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 trying to swipe at the ball. It how does matter. that happen? It wouldn't have mattered. They were so good. It, it wouldn't, but it was bad. Still, no, 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 no. That 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 sealed the deal. Yeah, the deal was sealed when they no, were down three. Yeah, yeah, well, they were down three up. <laughs> the, the, the Nuggets could have won game four, though. And they were down eight at that moment. It's only eight. It was the third quarter. Yeah, I get it. It's plenty I, of time. That, now, now, I, now, I am Soft. with you. I am with you that throwing out the league's MVP in that moment is, is BS. But I'm not with you that they could have won that game. I think they were going to lose regardless. Yes. But, you, but will, that is. We'll never but, know. You're right. We'll never know. We'll but never know. that is, but that is BS to throw him out of the, of an elimination. He game. clearly like, swiped at the ball, and I, it was well, extremely aggressive. No, no, no. Well, no I the think hand, he deserved a flagrant. 
Yeah, okay, okay. He maybe deserved a flagrant foul, not a flagrant two though. That that ejects oh, you from the game. No, he, that that wind up hurt him. That the wind up, up, but the but his hand clearly went for the ball, and it just happened to knock out campaign. <laughs> so it's he's not like, his fault. That, so you telling me he Homer Simpson and he's walking like this? I've got my fist out, and if you just happen to be in front of my fist, it's your fault. That's what it was. <laughs> that's not what. That's not what. Come on, man. He went. For the ball. <laughs> I'm, I'm swiping for the ball. If your face is in the way, that's that, on that, you. That, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's a foul. I, I, I give you it's a foul. Yeah, well, it's a foul. Let's say this. Let's say, I, you know, I see that's one take, but let's look at it this way. I think it's a way of saying the referees are like, look, regardless, we're going to call it to the letter of the law, and we're not looking at you as Jokic. We're looking at you as just another basketball player making a bad play. No, and so, but that's no. but that's bad. That's you don't do so, that. That's bad. So, so you tell me that so so but basically what you're saying is that the referee should play favorites. If you're the MVP, then it's not a flagrant two. It's but they, a flagrant but, one. No, it, it should have been a flagrant but, two for but, anybody. No, if you're no. not the MVP, then not for anybody, should, it should have been a flagrant so, two. So, but so but, if you're the no, MVP, no, we shouldn't throw you out. Listen. No, I I remember. No, you should oh, go ahead. No, you should. Sorry, go you ahead. should. You should. So you should because they already shown that they play favorites. They've already shown that. Yeah, LeBron didn't get suspended for being breaking protocol. Like you, like this, the MVP, and he doesn't have a track record. Oh, we're of talking being... about we're talking about the referee. They're talking about the NBA. We're talking about like, Zach Levine man, not getting calls because he's man, not. Them, he, them has, referees, he, hasn't, he hasn't gotten them to referees that, to that the, uh, stage of his career team. yet. Well, we, we, the referees have nothing to do with LeBron playing the games. So let's keep it on the court. Don't them, be trying them, to go sideways. Them, them, referees, them referees follow the agenda as well, man. Come on, man. That, I, I've seen I've seen harder fouls this postseason than that. And it's been play, flagrant ones. And by the way, Cam, uh, uh, man, he should be nominated for, for an Academy Award. <laughs> For, for his reaction on well, that. Well, hold on now. That, that's a big arm and a big, you know, swinging from, you know, uh, wherever country he's from and brought it all the way to Denver right across his head, man. I mean, hey, it's just a just an outstanding performance. <laughs> so Cam is short for camera. He knows how to do <laughs> <laughs> Cam, yeah, Cam just, has been doing, think, he's man, been doing something right lately, man. But, man, he's, no, I can't go for that, man. Uh, this is a league. I, I remember when when uh Robert Parrish literally up and 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 punched uh uh a Bill Lambeer. And well, come on now, it's it's two things. It was a it was a personal foul. Come on, two things. Here. There were no one, ejections in that. One, you sound like get off my lawn guy. And <laughs> maybe and two, it was Bill Lambeer. Everybody wants to punch Bill Lambeer. <laughs> <laughs> this game is soft, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, that, but, that, but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying in the reverse when it comes to Joker. Like he's, he's a, like he he's not a fool in the NBA. He doesn't. That's that wasn't something he does all the time. Like sometimes you give the benefit of the doubt. Well, out of his mouth, he said he had malicious intent. <laughs> okay, he didn't say he had malicious intent, <laughs> but, but but he said he was trying to affect the change. In the, yeah. in the rhythm of the game. What's wrong foul? with a hard foul? Well, dude, when it comes across the nape of my neck and takes half of my face, it's a bit of a problem. It didn't, no, I, 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 I agree that it was a, it should have been a flagrant. So what but, if you really hurt him? You would have still felt the same way? If what? Yeah. If, if, the, if the swipe, you know, the un, quote-unquote unintended swipe for the ball really came across in, in, a, the, in a more the, detrimental the, way to his health, would the, you feel different? Um... Uh, what was what's the word I'm looking for? Intent. The the reaction, what happens, mm. should not matter in the call. So if he gets like a pinch nerve in his neck, or he well, that's, something, that something just like happens. That, that's just that's just the game. That's the game. Yes. That, but that wasn't the game. He actually wasn't doing the game. He was outside of the game, which is why they have those rules to stop people like you from playing outside, outside of the game. game. It was it was a live ball. The, the swipe was was. Was had 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 intent behind it. It, it was a frustration intent. file. It was frustration, yes. but he was Thank but he you. was going for the ball. That's the, that's the letter of the law. Well, the letter of the law got his ass thrown out. That's, that's <laughs> BS. That's BS. Well, here, let me ask you this. So, that being said, they 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 lost Jokic, and obviously, 
Uh, Jamal wasn't playing either. So we look at the Suns. Here's a team that got past the Lakers without AD and with a gimpy LeBron and now got past uh, Denver with one of its two superstars not playing. So are they as good as their two seeding? Are they that legit or did they kind of – I think they're legit. No, no, I think they're legit. I think they're legit. I'm not saying – and, and, and with, the, with the whole Joker thing, I'm just saying that it, it – it took Denver out out of Game Four, and they Man. were done. But they clearly were the better. The Suns were clearly the better better team um, in this playoff, mind you. Like like you said, Jamal Murray didn't play, but um, no, I I like the Suns. I think they're I think they're a, a very good team. Chris Paul is playing lights out. Yes, um, I, I think mean, that's Cliff Paul, not Chris Cliff. That's not so Cliff is Cliff is on the Cliff is on the court man. right now. Well, he's healthy. <laughs> Okay. Man, I had I had I had to make a post, man. I, I officially I have officially canceled my Chris Paul slander. What? I That's news. What? Yeah, I've officially he officially has my respect again. I will no longer badmouth Chris Paul. What is do we need to get Jake on the phone to give you a call? <laughs> this is some insurance while we at it. I mean, since you feeling this good about it, yeah, man. It, yeah, no, he so, man. showed you so after like 15 years of the league, he finally showed you something. Not now, you're a believer. Well, I never discredited his game, oh. I disliked his, his antics, and I always felt and I always felt he and and and. I always have to use this caveat. I went to school in Louisiana. Uh-huh. So I had a healthy hate for all New Orleans sports. And Chris Paul was the guy then. And I felt like he quit on the franchise at a point, too. And that's when I started to really dislike him. Why I felt like you, he was faking wait, 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 I felt like why, he was faking Why did you care for Pelicans basketball, though? I didn't care for Pelicans oh. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. But if you didn't care for Pelicans basketball, why does whatever he did matter? Man, you got to understand how them people talk down. Oh, wait, were they Pelicans? No, they were the Hornets team. They were the Hornets team. They were the Hornets team, team. yeah. Man, yes. you got you to gotta think about it, how when I first got there, their sports teams were terrible. Yeah. And no one cared about the Saints or the Pelic- or the Hornets. And then as soon as they started winning, oh, you man. Got, you got was, there, what, 2005? Well, Oh five, yep. yeah. Okay. okay. And so as soon as they started winning, it was like they would like talk down because at that point the Bulls was like still they, they were, were winning. Okay. Yeah, and then the, they were losing. That was the Kirk Heinrich, Kirk Heinrich, so Ben Gordon so team. It, you man, you really had to be down there. And then like the Saints got good and like they were talking that mess, and then the Bears played them in the playoffs and we kicked their ass. But then they stayed good and went in the damn <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> and it was it was tough times down there as a so, as a non Louisiana resident. So Chris Paul <laughs> bore the brunt of all that Louisiana discontent you had. Yeah, That's kind of unfair to put on one guy who didn't just, even want to really be there. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. And then that's that's what that's when it really grew on me. I felt like he was faking injuries. To, uh, well, clearly not. He's, he's pretty injury prone when it comes yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah, it was, but so let all that's behind me now. Let me get this straight. You didn't like his antics, but you're okay with Joker taking a swipe at campaign's head. No, that's not an antics. I didn't, I didn't say. I didn't say stop I was okay that. with what Joker did. I just said you can't throw him out. I'm okay with it. In that in that situation, <laughs> do what you got to <laughs> do, MVP. <laughs> Like do what you got MVP. Do. Like that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm okay with it. So who's the MVP of these playoffs right now? With Chris Paul being your top three, easily? I think Chris Paul is the is the MVP. I wouldn't say that. Who is? I'm talking about this playoffs. Of the playoffs. Of the playoffs, I wouldn't say. Who is? Who is? I think I think Devin Booker has been better than him. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? But as far as MVP of the playoffs go. Because that he, team kind of goes as Chris Paul. I goes. think, yeah, yeah. Don't forget all those assists. He had like zero turnovers and like I forget I was a forty-one I mean, but, assists or something. Well, he played amazing this this round. Yes, he did. He did. But Devin Booker was amazing last round. 
but Chris' toughness coming back and what Chris does on the court allows Devin to be able to move about more freely. Because remember, without Chris that one game, they really struggled. You know, then they, yeah. then they kind of then they play a little bit better the next game without him, and he started to come back. But with him, clearly they are a much more confident and different team, and they they kind of take their lead off him. I think even Devin would concede that. Mm. You just don't like Chris Paul. Come on, no, man! No, 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 no. He said he likes Chris Paul no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> he's his I biggest just, fan. I just, <laughs> I just, I just think, I just think. Like that, Devin, I, of the whole playoff, that, that whole playoff. No, I don't. I, I just said more than Chris Paul. So I don't who, think. So who's your guy? Don't tell me Giannis after two games when he finally shows no. up. Not even, not even close. Nobody in that series. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Young. I say Embiid. Of the whole, man, it's uh, tough, man. It's tough. Dude, I think they, just based, I think, I think the Suns have been the most consistent I, team of the playoffs. They've been the most consistent. Based, based on where they are and, and how important Chris Paul well, was to I'm that not team. even gonna say they've been the most consistent. Who has who, who else? Utah's been there? pretty consistent. Too. Utah has, I, I'll give you that. I'll Utah's give you that. been yeah, pretty but consistent they up, as well. But they up against it now, two and two. I mean, in it, the first no, it's two one. Two, two one. one. They got to win. I'm sorry. They got to win. Unless you know the future. Sorry, it, I, I did have that. That's back to the future. Oh wait, wait, hold, hold I, I think that's more so the truth, though. I think wait, that's wait, what's going to happen. This podcast is probably going to go up right after uh, <laughs> that game ends. So <laughs> maybe he does know. <laughs> I got that Back to the Future book, Back to the Future Two. Yeah, it man, that almanac, sports almanac. Yeah, I say it's just tough to say, man, because. Going off being a consistency point, I would say Booker and CP3 are one and two. One and two. I I was on the verge of giving Kawhi credit, but they shouldn't have went to seven games. Like that's, I mean, granted, it, it is what it is, but I'm not going to discredit Chris Paul and Devin Booker because they series didn't extend like theirs. So, so I will concede. I'm going. I'm more Devin Booker though. He's one. Chris Paul's two. Kawhi to me is three. I would say if Dallas had overcome and beaten the Clippers, oh, yeah. would, I would have said. I would have said Joe, it would have been Luca. Luca would have been number one. Easy. Yes. <laughs> Easy. And, and I, I don't. I don't. And by that talk, by that, but in that same notion, I don't discredit or take anything away from Kawhi because Luca was just on a whole different. Luca's mm-hmm. basically going to be probably a top. 15 player in the history of the league in pace. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. He, yeah, yes. He's put up ridiculous numbers. Yes. And he's consistent and he shows up during the playoffs. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, is, he has been putting daggers in people's hearts left and right. He do struggle down the stretch of close games. Though. But you know what? It's the Harden effect. He does too much. You got He's got to mm-hmm. be able to play off the ball sometimes. Somebody, they, yeah. need, they need uh, the brother from, um, from Chicagoland area uh, to play the Villanova point guard. Shaylen Brunson. Uh, yeah. Brunson, Brunson, mm-hmm. Brunson. They they should do. They should have had Brunson run the running the offense, or at least you know playing point guard, so Luca can play off, kind of rest mm-hmm. a little bit, and, and take some of that ball because it's too much to be you know ninety four every time, man. Bringing the ball down, running the offense, doing all, it. It wears on you to play, especially in the playoffs. You know, it really yeah. shows in playoffs. So we've seen that with Harden. So they need to find some way to to combat that. But I, I going back to who's the MVP of this current. Uh, playoffs and up, up into the second round I, I i me personally i got chris paul then i'd probably go durant and then i'd probably go booker well let's go let's let's head out east and let's talk about the brooklyn uh uh milwaukee series so the last time we all talked we had given up on the milwaukee bucks pretty much they were down 0-2 they mm-hmm. had just gotten Smash. destroyed <laughs> by the nets uh, they come back, they win game three, and now Thanks it looks Bruce like, Brown. yeah, and now it looks like, <laughs> looks like both Harden and, um, and Kyrie are out for mm-hmm. uh, an extended period of time. Is Brooklyn done now? No. Okay. Is, no. First thing, first thing I want to do is give credit to GM because he, I think you did pick Brooklyn to get to the finals, but he always left that that their health issue is always has always been a concern for you from jump. You was like the health component is it's going to be hard for me to see them guys survive 
healthy. And and that was the first thing I thought about when I heard when I saw Kyrie went down. I'm like, <laughs> God damn. Did you see these guys see, can't did you stay see the injury? It's, it's oh, just my God. a freakish thing, man. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. That was one of the worst ones I've seen. Yeah. God, I mean, like that shouldn't happen. I'm, you know what? I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. As much as these guys are playing above the rim, and he's not even—he's not even an above the rim type of guy. To be quite yeah. honest with you, so that's even more strange. But as much as these guys are in the air and all the, I'm surprised it doesn't happen to that degree more often. Uh, but you know, sometimes it looks worse, and initially it is bad. But as long as it's not a high ankle sprain, yeah. I think I think he can come back. Maybe game seven, and I'm not saying he's 100 percent when he comes back. Clearly but he may be 70, 75%, and that could be enough just to be a ball handler or be an off-the-ball shooter, so they he doesn't gotta, have to. They got to get to game seven. Yeah, I, I think they so, will, man, because here's the thing, dude. You got to keep in mind, you know, with Durant this year, when it's been just Durant, they've been four and one, and Durant's actually been more efficient, hitting about 63% of his shots when it's just been him, and I think the team having, a, having time to learn and understand and, and prepare for you know, hey, all right, Durant's going to be the main guy going forward, as opposed to when the game happens. Sometimes it's difficult to make that adjustment when an injury happens. Um, I think going into the – and here's another thing, too, going back home, I think the game's been called – and you talk about the referees. I think it's been refereed differently in Milwaukee yep. than it has been in, in New yep. York or Brooklyn, so to speak. So I think you're going to see a lot of ticky-tack calls against Milwaukee. I think you're going to see uh, Brooklyn, and particularly Durant, get to the line a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if Durant takes 12 or more free throw shots attempts and he's a real good free throw shooter so i see him hitting 12 or 14 or 10 or 12 or something like that and i think you're going to see a close game but i think you'll see one where brooklyn will kind of have that three to five or six point lead throughout the whole game kind of going back and forth it it might go down to one but then you know a three-pointer put it back up to four that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i think durant's going to be the guy now it's important however that uh steve nash and, and company along the coaching staff make sure Durant gets his rest, you know, make sure they take him out the right time when the team has a big enough of a lead to give him a rest or you make, take it close to when it's a TV timeout. So he gets an additional rest, that kind of smart coaching. I think you can get more out of Durant and, throughout the duration of that game. Um, what, so, if, what if it's a continuous back and forth? Um, I'm putting my money on Durant. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm with you because I, there's, there's not a better score in the NBA right now. It, it just isn't. Uh, there are a lot of good scores and a lot of creative scores. I don't well, think it's a better score. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a more versatile, more deadly score than the Grim Reaper. I know he doesn't like that. Na- or the Slim Reaper, excuse Slim me. Slim Reaper. I, I love that name, dude. I know he may not like it, but I love that name. Um, he's yeah. just – and Durant, Durant, he goes to that celestial level that some athletes go to where you're just like, they're out of their mind. Like, Durant – takes it personal like you know the game face comes on like when he when he schooled and uh Giannis in game two he just made him look silly you know you're gonna see that Durant that killer Durant because now he doesn't have to he I don't want to say he defers to his teammates but he respects his teammates and you know he works well with people he ain't gotta worry about that now <laughs> he can just straight ball and it's okay you know and I think you're gonna see that guy take over now on that but he's the kind of guy that wants to silence the critics and this this is a this is an important game I think for him personally, and I think to some degree his legacy. Not that yeah. it's not that it's going to damage his legacy if he doesn't do well, but I think it'll enhance it. Uh, I think it does. Uh, I don't know if it'll damage it as much, you know, because it's it, it's just just it's just a game. I think it. I think it. it, it well, he said the game. It. He said the game, not the series. Right. Oh, so okay, okay. Jim is saying okay. the game. Yeah, just okay. just this game. But I think this game can definitely do a lot to enhance it because now they'll be controlling it three two. And they can still, quote unquote, lose a game if the other guys don't come back or if Harden comes back with his 100%. And then maybe, you know, you got two gimpy guys in Harden and Kyrie for game seven, but Durant, and that should be enough to get them over again with the game seven being in Brooklyn. I think it's, it's important that Brooklyn, you know, being Mr. Captain Obvious here, but it's important that Brooklyn wins, you know, this home game because I, I think they'll win at home. I don't think they're going to win. In, Brook- or in, in Milwaukee, especially if they're down a person because they just allow them to be bullies in, in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I think it's important for the NBA world to not overreact to game four. Like, oh, Kyrie went down and they lost. Like, it's tough to lose one of your best guys in the moment mm-hmm. and, and win a game. Like, right. 
Right. When, when the team you're playing is a good team. Like, it ain't like you was playing some scrubs. You was playing a very good team. Right. Like, so I think, I think now, now, even with Milwaukee having Middleton and Holiday, I think now the series is an even series. <laughs> yeah, finally, right? I, I think, think it's an even series. And I think, like, it, it is important for Durant to win this because everyone says how he's always been on loaded teams and things like this. So if he can pull this off, which I think it comes down to him and Giannis, and he's he's better than Giannis. Yeah. He's better than Giannis. So if he plays amazing and they lose, I think it doesn't hurt his legs. Because for me, that tells me, that tells me that Middleton and Holiday finally stepped up and did what they supposed to do because now they have the advantage. Them two have the advantage. Hard, I mean, Giannis still has KD to cancel him out. Right. Now it's on Middleton and Drew Holiday to, okay, no Kyrie on the floor. Harden been off the floor, but y'all couldn't match up to Kyrie. So now what are y'all going to do? Right. You know, that's a great point you bring up, like the, the, the understory here is everything, like you said, is Kyrie and Durant. Mm-hmm. But the understory is there's really a lot of pressure on Middleton and yeah. Holiday because if they don't show up, it's yeah. like, what the hell? And Giannis looks like I ain't got nobody again. Or he can fall on that I don't have anybody again. Mm-hmm. Although I have to say that one little exchange he had where he he blocked the hell out the ball and came back and got the alley oop. That, that, that was a nice, <laughs> that's a nice little, you know, little, little snippet of what Giannis can do. Yeah. Hey, Philly and the Hawks. Um, you think Philly is gonna gonna pull it out here? Philly. As long as Embiid's knee stays as stays where it's at, it doesn't get any further tear or meniscus issues or inflammation that causes him to sit out. Yes. I, I yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. If they're without Embiid, it's trouble. It's mm-hmm. trouble. But I'll say this: I I think. All respect to Atlanta. They they are showing to be a very good team. Very good team. Especially since uh well, I can't think of his name right now. Young. The coach. The coach. Oh, McMillan. McMillan Especially yeah. since Nate took over. Mm-hmm. They've been showing to be a really good team. Mm-hmm. My only thing is we elevated them to a different level because they beat the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was how they beat them. Not so much that they beat them, but how they beat them. Yeah. And we didn't expect – We here's the thing. No one's really watched a lot of Atlanta games because mm-hmm. they haven't been, you know, on the national scene. They were they were a team that was even in the playoff consideration. And then, right. And then you factor in it's the East. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, they got to the fourth seed. It's the East. But when you actually watch them play, and now the playoffs, regardless of, of who you're playing, when it's the playoffs, everything's heightened, and the games do matter. And when you're a four facing five, then, you know, you, you're pretty much equal. You know what I'm saying? So and it wasn't just that. It was like it was in New York, how he did, what he did, by yeah. he and Trey Young in New York, the shush, and, you know, the, the, all this yeah. and everything. It's like, hey, I'm stepping it up. I'm The spotlight's on me, and you know what? Let it shine. Cause I'm let it shine because that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to blind y'all with my brilliance, and that's what he did. The Atlanta Hawks looked at times blinding, blinding, blindingly brilliant. You know, it's yeah. like wow, like like you you're starting to see like man, this is a burgeoning team. You seen mm-hmm. some, some talent blossom, and like John Collins, like oh, you really can play. Yeah. You know, and these guys, everybody's feeding off of what Young's doing. And Capello looks, you know. Uh, compelling you know and you're, you're seeing some of these other guys step up and this is like wow man this team you know and Bogdanovich just like man these these cats they're dangerous you know if they just get it together you know they can really they think they can you know they, they're like no one saw them coming you know next year we'll see what happens but you know they face a team that's a little more experienced that's long that plays good defense they can, can harass you and they have an ability to score uh, but they have an ability to physically dominate you and take you out of your game. And so what can the young team do? So this is where the young yeah. team's youth and inexperience is showing because mm-hmm. they haven't been able to really yet counter in an effective way 
but there's still games left to be played. Hence, if Embiid stays healthy, if he doesn't, it opens the door for Atlanta. Well, I got a, I got a little four, uh, little action on this game in uh, game four, and it's <laughs> yeah. not looking good for me right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's on. I got it on the TV right now. I got, I got. Uh, they just, they just called Ben full flavor, and I need yeah. to see this. Let's no, see it, what this it, one it was. was. It I, was. I, I would say it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Oh, it must have been horrible this, if you called it. <laughs> in this case, knows. Ben didn't go for the ball. That's is the guy it. unconscious? Is that for you to call? No, him? no, no, no. He didn't go for the ball, <laughs> and Ben is still in the game. That's 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 the way it's supposed to be. You know, none of this ejection stuff in a playoff game. That's ridiculous. <laughs> One thing, one thing I will say of this series that I am impressed with and shocked with at the same time is the adjustment that Doc Rivers made for Trey Young to put uh, Ben Simmons on Trey Young. I do. Early I called him. him. I called him. You called him. It, you had somebody had to because we I know Doc him. don't make adjustments. I called him. He <laughs> don't make adjustments. I was like, hey, Doc, yeah, my brother used to coach a provisor at least, you know, so, you know, with that, with that, you know, kind of like family connection, I just want to let you know, my name is Glenn, you know, one Glenn to another Glenn. Would you put Simmons on Young? It just makes no sense in the world. It's kind of like putting Scott right. Pippen on Magic Johnson. Just, just make the move. Right. Put the long arms out there. Man. Yeah, man, but one thing I'm, I'm, I'm liking What's that? My my actual fan picks are in good shape. I mean, Clippers are not. They got to win tonight. But Philly is in good shape, especially if it's no no Harden and, and Kyrie. Is <laughs> and they and they. I have no question they will be uh, Milwaukee. Really? really? I have no question they'll be Milwaukee. Really? No question. So if Embiid is healthy, you think it, they have no problem dis- dispatching? The Milwaukee Bucks. No problem. Wow. If Who's going to guard Giannis? I'm just curious. You put Ben on him. Not strong enough. Don't have to stop him. Not strong enough. Don't have to stop him. You build the wall. Uh, what, you, what? you you don't have to stop him. You focus on them two that I said need to step up for that team to win. Uh, what, what? Hey, what, what's the linebacker that played for the Jets that's retired now? During the playoff game, and, and they they were they were getting ready to oh, play. Oh, uh, Bart, uh, Bart Scott. Bart Scott. Yeah. yeah, I'm Bart Scott. Not strong enough. I That's welcome fine. challenge. Not but strong did, enough. Have you seen how Blake Griffin been guarding him? Yeah, Blake just guarding him like you know, like an old man. He just can't hey. get out the way quick enough. I'm just saying he he's letting Giannis dribble ten feet away from Giannis backs all the way out and just. <laughs> vroom, <laughs> 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 man, I don't, I don't think they have a problem at all. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I think they'd have because Lopez is gonna get in foul trouble trying to guard Embiid. True, but I think that, I think Lopez brings Embiid out so that that you know, as far as letting Giannis get all the you know clean up around the basket and getting easy putbacks, I can see Brooks bringing Embiid out and Embiid getting called for a lot of uh, illegal defense. Or being, you know, in a, in a wrong spot for too long, trying to hide out three seconds, you know, uh, guarding an area where there's nobody. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I can see that happening a lot because he's not going to want to overextend himself laterally because of his knee. And so, if you can bring Brooks out and keep keep Embiid out of that middle, I think Giannis. There's nobody else that's going to be strong enough to stop him. I mean, Ben's got the height. I get it. And Ben, I'm not saying Ben's weak. I'm just saying Giannis is a different kind of strength. You know. And, and and you know an ability to to score around the basket, and not only that, but Giannis can bring Ben Ben outside as well. I, I think there's some versatility there with how Milwaukee. If here's the problem though, I, I'm I, I don't discount what you're saying completely because to me the Achilles heels for the Bucks has always been the head coach. So I'm actually thinking the head coach is going to make these adjustments. He he may not. So, so you're right. Philadelphia probably will win. <laughs> hey, but I I'm not a Doc Rivers fan. So hey. You got two nuts at, at the head coach's spot. <laughs> May the best team with no adjustments win. <laughs> so, so by so by Sunday, uh, game sevens are scheduled for this weekend. So Sunday will be game seven for two of those series. Um, 
All, By the time we talk next, who's moving on? Game yeah, right? all series we for the second all round will be done by Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So by the time we talk next time, who's who's in the in the conference finals? Conference finals. Uh Philly and Milwaukee. I mean uh Philly and um uh Brooklyn and uh Utah and, and uh Phoenix. Smoke. I'm going Philly and uh Brooklyn. And I'm going Phoenix. And Clippers. Wow. You, 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 are you, you forgot Donovan went out Gimpy? No. Game three, you think he'll be back good? I think he'll be back good. Okay. I think he'll be back. Yeah. I, I, I don't think his ankle is, is not Kyrie's severity. And I think Donovan is a gamer. And uh, I still like the stifle tower to, to cause problems around the rim to kind of help with their, their, you know, their offense in terms of, getting blocks and getting out, you know, and, and, and spreading it out and, 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 you know, killing them from the outside and uh, being able to do uh, some things around the basket as well. I, I just – I think Utah plays a complete game. Yeah. And I think the Clippers, you know, I think Kawhi has to bear a lot at times because Paul George will just disappear. You know, he, you know I, the rest of the guys – the Clippers are so enigmatic, dude. I yeah. just like I, I don't yeah. know what team you I'm don't know on. what you're gonna get. Nope. You don't know what you're gonna get on a nightly basis. Well, they gotta they gotta go down 0-2 first before they wake up and then. Well, I guess it's because <laughs> they was. I guess it's because they blew a three-one lead, so they three-one lead. So now it's like, how about we create the hole ourselves? We come back. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe, it is. I don't. Maybe <laughs> whatever works for you, man. I, but I, there's less know. pressure on you like that. Because, you know, it's just like, you know what? It's like an effort thing. Like, effort. Let's just go. It don't even matter. 3 1, it's like, ooh, got to hold on. Don't want to lose. Playing out to lose, you end up losing. Yeah. You got nothing yes. to lose, you end up winning. Yep. yep. That's very true. Well, look at them Hawks coming back. Yep. Seven, 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 coming back. Hey, I took, uh, I took Milwaukee to, to win it. So I'm going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Nets and, excuse, excuse me, uh, Bucks and Sixers. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on, and I'm gonna take uh, Clippers to move on to play the the Suns in the uh, in the Western Conference Final. Wow, interesting. Let's move on to some football, man. Mini camp, mandatory mini camp starts this week for the Chicago Bears, and uh, I guess throughout OTAs here. Uh, obviously the talk has been about Justin Fields and just how outstanding he is as, as, as a young leader. Um, um, and as a, as just a, just a quarterback in general, man, he, he can, he can throw the pill, man. Yes. He's it's, excitement. It's in Lake Forest. Yes, it's it going to be, it's going to be hard not to play him. Jim. That's what I said. <laughs> the, the 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 other players on the team are putting the pressure on the yeah. on on them to to play him. Yeah. It's gonna training, be hard not to play him. Training camp's gonna come, and you're gonna you're gonna see uh, number one working with the with the first team, and you're gonna see number fourteen working with the first team, and it's gonna be like, come on, coach. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's gonna be hard, man. We see what's because, going on here because these guys are singing his praises. We and can. to me, to me, that just screams that they're putting that pressure on the coaching staff. You can't. You this can't, is who we want. You can't fool players. I don't care if you're playing Pop Warner, high school, college, pros. You can't fool guys on your team, man. They they know who the best players uh, are on that team and who should be on the field. They're they're not. If 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 he shows out like I think he's going to, they're not going to have a choice but to start on week one. But here's the thing. <laughs> this is practice, right? We're talking <laughs> practice. We ain't talking about the game. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't talking about the game. We just talk about practice. You can you can see a lot in practice. We just talking about practice. And I'm I'm joking, but when I say that, you know, we still don't know. It, it sounds stupid and it shouldn't happen. But let's keep in mind, Nagy never played Trubisky in a preseason game. Did he? No. If, if Justin Fields doesn't play, we only know what they tell us from practice. 
But I, we, you we think can, we we could not see it. We could not see. Uh, it. no, Trubisky did play. Played. He played one sparingly. Okay, he played, but it, was, it, it, it that, was very that Chiefs game? sparingly. It was that very Chiefs sparingly. Game. He had a, he he balled out in that Chiefs game. Yeah, if I, if I remember yeah. right, I don't really remember. But <laughs> but that's one out of like what eight playoff games. Yes, you are correct. There's only one game. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we should see Justin. Justin should play. Hopefully, Megan doesn't make that mistake that he made. Hopefully, this is one well, of the things. You know what? I honestly think he didn't, he didn't play Trubisky in the preseason because he's he trying to hide him. him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want anybody to find out what was I, going I, on. I, I, and, I, and that's and that's my question. But that could be the Trubisky same. Trubisky was our starter. If if Nagy's going in with the mindset of Dalton as our starter, uh, I see what you did there. Is 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 Dalton going to play in the preseason? I see what you did there. Yeah, somebody's got to play, right? So somebody, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. <laughs> You're up. <laughs> We're going to say both of them. You go out there and play four quarters of preseason football. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do that. That, 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 uh, that can't be it. He's going to play. He's going to play somebody. Yeah, no, I'm being facetious. Um, I, you know, I, I mean, as you and I were talking at work about it, I, I was just, you told me, you told me to slow my horses. I'm just so pumped because <laughs> this young man is doing everything that I thought he could do, you know, when he was in college last year. I'm like, you know, we were all like just scratching our heads. Like, how is this dude not being talked about as one of the best quarterback? And Trevor Lawrence can't stay healthy, apparently. Dude had shoulder surgery uh, during the offseason. Now he's got now. cheeky hammies. Right. Wow. It's like, I didn't even like, know that. Yeah, it's like, oh, mm, okay. T-Lo might be the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Emergency quarterback. Um, so, but, man, Justin, dude, and, you know, it, 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 he told us. I mean, he said it. It's, it's almost Rose-like in a way, but Rose is in his third year when he said, you know, why not me? Why not me? Why can't I be why, MVP? Why can't I be MVP? And we heard Justin Fields before OTAs even really got going, I'm built for this. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't with, you know, overt bravado. It wasn't like I'm, you know, bragging. It's not like, you know, F you. Why, why would you? It was just like, dude, I, I don't have hey. to tell you. I'm, I'm built for this. Like, hey, I just got <laughs> chills. This, this is what I do. Just, this just gave me chills because thinking of that D-Rose moment. Yes. And to equate that to this, and then I'm yes. thinking both of them were number one. Like, <laughs> Right. Ooh, and wee, then, and then you, you, you throw on what uh, – Darnell Moody said as he was smiling, running around, smiling like, oh, oh, snap, I got a dude who can hit me in stride. And he caught a 60-yard bomb. And then you add on to what the head coach, and head coaches, they try to pull back from as much praise as they can. They, they try and do it. And Nagy's like, uh, Justin can't has a take your, rip your heart out kind of mentality. What? No one says that about a, a, a quarterback you know, a rookie quarterback before any preseason games or a regular season game has been played. He has a rip before Dude, training what, camp. What kind of mentality do you have when at practice at pre- We ain't talking about the game. We, we ain't talking about regular season. We ain't talking about playoffs. We're talking OTAs. Mm-hmm. He got to rip your heart out mentality. Whose heart is he ripping out? Dalton. Dalton. And honestly, now that makes me feel so much better because we put out there that Dawson will be QB1, and he's showing that he's not accepting that. Right. He's right. not accepting that. Yeah, he that, that, that speaks to the competitive nature right there. Yes. Like, that speaks to it. That's what you want. You want a guy that's going to compete for his spot, earn his spot. Yeah. I want to hear – I want to hear – so Allen Robinson's supposed to report to uh, – to mini camp tomorrow. That's the one waiting. To I want to wait. I want to hear from Allen Ooh. Robinson. <laughs> that's gonna seal the deal. Let's see what he says. <laughs> that's gonna seal yeah. the deal. That's what. That's what I'm waiting on. If a Rob say, "Hey, this kid here's the truth," he'll be our starting quarterback. You got week, week one. one. Week so, one. Great point is because let's ask ourselves this question: Who is the leader on the offense? Dalton hasn't been here long enough. The rookie is a rookie. A Rob, a Rob, right? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah he's absolutely. got the seniority. You're, you, you made a great point. What, as he says, or as he goes, so goes a lot of the, the teammates and, yeah. and, and and the vibe of, you know, where this team is and where it could potentially go. 
Um, so yeah, I think you're, you hit that it's on him, the head. It would, it, it would be him and, and Cody Whitehair. Those yes. are the those are the two leaders. Yeah, yeah. and none yeah. of them have any type of relationship with the quarterbacks. Right. Right. Nope. So it's so it's, this is truly a true. made the best man wins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, well, I don't know if you guys listen to NFL Radio uh, on XM, um, but uh, Moving the Chains, one of the shows with Jim Miller and uh, Pat um, Pat Kerwin, uh, they do a, a thing where they uh, rate uh, the the units, so the quarterbacking units, running backing units, so on and so forth. So the quarterbacking units would be not just a starter, but obviously whoever you know is back on staff, up. right? Mm-hmm. Back back up or backups. And so their top five, the Bears were just outside of it. Wow. Only behind the Texans, basically, and that's with the asterisk if Deshaun comes Deshaun's back. Deshaun's there. Chances are Deshaun may not be playing this year. So he actually, and I talked to Jim Miller. I actually spoke with him earlier today. And Jim's like, "Hey, I got the Bears right there. I like their, I like the room. I like the co- I like the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. I like what Dalton's done. You got Nick Foles in terms of, you know, the knowledge and the yeah. winning game, and he likes the talent. So the Bears, you know, maybe some people have them under the radar, but I think those people that really pay attention and really understand the nuances of of what a quarterback, you know, does and what a quarterback room is consist of, and Jim Miller would know that, having been an NFL quarterback in several different rooms throughout his career." I think he sees what the Bears, the potential behind the Bears, and having them ranked fifth is saying a lot for a unit that was clearly one of the worst in the league last year. Here's, here's you brought you brought up the quarterback room. Do you think Foles is going to be here for 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 the entire season? No, because they can save some kind of money, I think. And if they can get a fifth round or sixth round, if they can get anything for him, I think he goes. I think the Jets are a nice destination. I think I said it earlier. Uh, because they, you know, I was, t- I was talking earlier, like the Bears should try and trade just to get something, you know. Right. Um, but I think that I think uh, the young man uh, Wilson can use someone like Foles, you know, to help him in terms of you know preparation and those kind of things. What it, what it, what it, what you need to be consistent—not so much successful yeah. per se, but consistent—which leads to your success in the NFL. Uh, so no, I don't think he'll be there the whole time. But if he is. Take that clipboard and that visor and do your mm-hmm. job, young man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Prep your resume to get a coaching job. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he's, man. I And I know that they, they've been trying to actively, uh, well, I don't know for certain, but I'm sure they're, they're not idiots up there, at least most of the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that they're trying to get something for them, but I mean, it, it, it at this point, it, I don't think it makes sense to have a guy that you know has that much experience in the league as your as your number three. That what's what's the point of that? You know, and making, injury making as much money. He's, as he's on the older end, and injuries have been Dalton, very. If Dalton goes down, having him as a backup, and we know he's better as a backup than a starter. Yeah, yeah, he can come. He can come in, and, and he and, just and can't come quarter. in so early. He can come in, yeah. He just can't come in so early in the season. That's what hurt us. Wait, I needed. We needed that week eight, week yeah. nine. Right, right, right. He can't start the next week. <laughs> he can't come in and stay. Yeah. He can come in. He can play go. fourth quarter. He can bring it back and then <laughs> right. right, right to be back to the bench. In, need to be at least in week twelve. <laughs> <laughs> week hey, 12. let's let's move on to college football, fellas. Speaking uh, of twelve, speaking of yeah. twelve. So, well, there's a proposal out that they want to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams. Um, And based on this, um, let's see, the first round would be at the highest ranked um, um, home field. Uh, Is there a buy in there? Would the top four teams get a buy or something? Uh, It's got to be something like that. It has to be because it's an odd number. After the first, yeah, round. I think the, I think the number one team gets a bye. Just the number one team. No, it's got to be more than just one team. Hold on, sixteen. Five, I'm with you. It would make sense if like the top four, like if you have a region. I'm thinking the top okay. I'm sorry, top four, four top four. Yeah, I'm like right. top four has right. top four get buys, and then um, five hosts twelve, six hosts eleven, uh, seven hosts ten, and, and eight hosts nine. Hmm. 
12 teams. Is that is that the right number? Is it too much? Is it, is it too low? What do it's, you think? It's a stepping stone to 16. We know that. I mean, let's let's be real. They just don't want to go from two. They want to go from four to 16 off the bat because people, oh, it's too much. You've watered it down. They, so they want to minimize enough of that noise, let you get used to 12, and then they'll move to 16. I don't think we need 16. I agree. I don't think I, we need 12. I, I'm fine with eight, to be quite honest with you. I like the 12, though. I like the 12 for the first four getting a buy. Basically, I, and, and and it sounds, I mean, it, it kind of is with your eight, though. But I say I only like it for the first four getting a buy because the college, the original playoff was four teams. I see what you're saying. So you so are awarding those four teams with that buy. Look at and, you making it sound nice. And, 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 and then and <laughs> then now it's eight in that next round. And now it's let's go. You you gotta fool these people. You gotta fool them. <laughs> you gotta fool them. Eight eight would be good, but I'm playing right away. I fool them and give them a buy, but initially I want an eight anyway. So get the buy, and now you plan the next week, but you still gotta play three games to win it all. So the Fantastic Four sits out while the other eight play, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. So. I mean, I like the four though. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with four. <laughs> I, I'd have been okay with I think, eight. No, I, I think four. I don't. I, I didn't like four. I thought I always thought eight. Eight was the number. Eight's a good number. I don't say they. Sh- with because eight with eight. Who ca- yeah, nine. I don't care who the ninth team is. Now they they could have really. I don't think I like twelve, but jumping from four to twelve is a big jump. It is, but like what you, but you just, you just made it sound nice with your explanation. I know, I did. Yeah, I did. You, you need to be a <laughs> part of the, uh, the part of the group that's, that's but, proposing. This. But like, why not? Because if I'm looking back at the history of it, it's always been between them top six teams. Why not do six with one and two having a buy? Well, it's I because, always like I like eight because I always thought that the conference champion should get an automatic. Automatic bid. All right, so that's five right there. Well, five, okay. your five conference champions. Okay. And then three SEC and, teams. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or two two SEC and a, and a big 12. <laughs> right. Uh, see, here's the thing, though. So with 12 teams, all right, so, yeah, your conference champions are going to get in there. Our, so the big five. So the Pac-12 can finally get back in it, into the mix. Mm-hmm. Right. Big 12 can finally get back into the mix without having to be Oklahoma all the time. Iowa State might actually make it. Who knows? Um, and then the AAC now has an opportunity to get their representative in there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the what the conference USA, and then maybe. Well, yeah, uh, that's that's the key. Your your Central Floridas and your you could get you could get the mid majors who yeah who, right. yeah. So and Notre Dame. So that takes care of like maybe nine teams. But to me, the other three teams, it's like you could you might get some teams in there that have three losses. And I, do we really want to see that? Yeah. I mean, that's, we, that's what you when you get down to 11 and 12 them teams may have two or three three losses like or the argument becomes how strong was your schedule which means here's you know sec, SEC big 10, big 10. acc mm-hmm. here's something that just popped in my head not and I'm, i may be way off base do you think adding more teams will create more um um, more more problems and confusion and you know wondering hey, you know who's who missed out as opposed to having less teams yeah well i think I, yeah. potentially it, yeah, it'll, because... be, it'll be more argument for that you know well, who's, here, who's the 12th team well here's the thing a lot of conference losers like you know you get to the sec championship game and it's georgia playing you know alabama now georgia you know they have two losses on a year now they get a third loss to Alabama in the conference championship, but Alabama was number one team in the country and Georgia was ranked number 13 or number 12 or number 11 in the country or number yeah. 10 in the country. So do you reward them or, you know, is, is their loss better than a PAC 12 champion loss or a potential champion championship loss, or, you know, that's, that's, that's the problem. So if you go, here's the thing, if you go conference champion and then conference champion loser, that's 10 out of your 12 spots right there. Mm-hmm. And you're still keeping a small guy out. So does a small guy say, hey, hey, buddy, look, you know, I won my conference championship and I'm from the Mac, I'm from the Mac Conference. And they're like, yeah, but you're from the Mac Conference. The Mac. Who, who did you really play? I'm from Conference USA and I'm out, I'm Tulsa. 
you know, or Tulane, whoever's in Conference USA. We beat Illinois. We we beat Illinois. <laughs> you know? we, 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 yeah, I, now that we thinking like that, I think eight is yeah. best. Eight I, I, is best. Because you reward the conference champions. Mm-hmm. and You have eight, room for a mid-major that you're going to have one of them that's undefeated or one loss maybe. But we always yeah. right. We always have one of them. And then and then you have room for that SEC championship loser who's always tends to sometimes sneak well, into the playoff. Well, here's the thing. Hello, because I'm Mr. SEC here. I'm Texas AM. I only had one loss on the season. And Didn't that make was it the, to the conference championship. But game. that was to Alabama. That's right. My one loss. Right. That's who gets in. The that's who gets in. Texas AM gets in. That's who gets in. But Georgia lost to, to Alabama in the conference championship. And they only but they one. also lost to South Carolina in conference. But Texas A&M didn't play for the conference championship. So they lost to the conference champion as well. They well, have that, one loss. And, and that's where the arguments are yeah. going to kind of come up a little bit. So We're on different sides of the, of the, of the, of the, of the conference. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, here, I'm with you. Eight, eight's the number, man. Yeah, eight, eight is eight's the, number. the number. Eight's here, the number. Here's my question. Who are the winners – by this moving to 12. And when I say who are the winners, that, that involves everybody from the fans to media to those who make uh, the money. And who are the losers? ESPN is a big winner. So that's media. Media is the big one. ESPN is a big, is a big winner. Um, I think um, uh, your, what would you, your AAC, MAC, uh, conference mid majors, mid majors. That's what I was gonna say. Are they mid majors in football? Is that what they? Uh, uh, they call I, I equate that to a basketball term. Yeah, but, yeah. So I'll call. I'll call term. it. But yeah, for lack of a, of a better term, mid your mid majors are are going to be a winner because one of those teams are going to be are, are probably going to get in now because we've had that issue where uh, UCF couldn't get in in years past and coastal carolina because Col- yeah, coastal now. this past year yeah cincinnati becomes a player cincinnati was another one yeah yeah cincinnati i'm rooting for him my boy that will pauline freshman you know out of hf northern illinois you know <laughs> shout out shout out to uh uh what's my man's name uh jordan um that gummy coach jordan. mount carmel jordan lynch. jordan lynch jordan lynch there we go man i should know that jordan shout out to jordan lynch <laughs> Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I think they're the winners. So who are your two um, losers? If you're going two winners, who are your two losers then? Losers. Um, I don't know if you have a real loser here. Uh, so here's my question. Alabama's of the world are getting a buy now. So they get an extra No, win. not if it's eight teams. No, we're talking about 12. So, now, oh. as it is. As, so as, who, yeah, they're talking about as, as, as it's going to be, I should say. Even yeah. still... I, so who are your losers? Winners are the media for sure. The media is the winners because the more coverage, the more money and That's stuff right. like that. The conferences, they get the money too. They they are winners. The players are the losers. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The players are the losers. You, you if you yeah. have 12 teams, you have a potential of a team playing four games on top of their schedule to win a national championship. Play Three, four. Schedule. Three for the the teams with a buy. Like, let's look at what was Alabama's final record at the 13, end of the season. They're uh, fifteen and fifteen and all. 15, fifteen and zero. Yeah. So we're talking about adding an extra game. So sixteen and zero. NFL game. That's an NFL, NFL season. Like, I think I think ultimately that's who are the losers. There you go. Another chance to lose to mess up their dreams. You know, I mean, yeah, your dream is to win a college national championship, but the ultimate dream is to get to the next level. And by mess so, up, you mean an injury? Yeah. I was yeah. trying to avoid saying it because I don't want to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> jinx, but it's like. I, I agree yeah. with you because it, 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 and to, to your point, and Ed and I were kind of discussing this a little bit uh, over the weekend too, I, I think the players are, are a big loser in this because more is being asked of them without any kind of compensation. I think if there's some kind of monetary compensation for making the playoffs, I feel a little bit better about what's mm-hmm. being asked of them. The exploitation level is still there, but not as obvious. Um, and granted, whatever they're, if they're paid something, it's, it can't account for if there's an injury, it's not going to account for what they may lose, but there's less, an ex, there's less of an exploiter factor there. But let's say they're not being paid. 
uh, more is being asked of them. And for players who may have, you know, first round viability in the NFL, they're faced with the, you know, do I sit do out? Do I play? Do I play? Do I sit out? If I sit out, you know, the what's scrutiny, the ramifications of that? The, the scrutiny is going to be yeah. going to be massive. It's going to come at them. It's going to come at them from the media. It's going to come at them from the fans. It's going to come at them from mm-hmm. on campus. It's going to come at them from their own teammates to some degree. You know, like and then and then it you know, ultimately it may even come from the NFL scouts. The teams that you know the reason why they're sitting out. The scouts are like, well. How committed are you? Right. How committed are you? Are you about you? Or are you about the team? And so, you know, your evaluation as a, as a player, potential player in the NFL, isn't just all based on your athleticism. It's also based on your decision making. It's based on your, your character. All these things become things that can be scrutinized even more so if you choose to sit out, if you're faced with that. And, you know, if you're playing for Ohio State, Clemson or, or some of these powerhouses and, and you sit out you know, these are teams that are too deep that are going to the pros. I mean, they got guys who on the, on the third squad who probably can make it to the pros. They may be able to, you know, handle a particular running back sitting out or uh, a wide receiver sitting out. But if you're Cincinnati and your best linebacker who's a first-round potential says, I'm going to sit out, Cincinnati not having their linebacker can be detrimental to that defense stopping Ohio State in the first round if that's who they have to play. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the I think the players are the loser in this. I think the fans definitely can be winners in this in terms of you know just being able to enjoy games that matter. And I think on campus, those things would be great for you know morale and for a student, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think the media wins. And I think the big conferences come out winners because now they can get more teams in, and that's more money for them. Yeah. Well, until. Uh... The Big Ten only gets one team in, and then we're going to have some major. Well, that's what it goes to major 16. issues. That's what it goes sixteen. <laughs> that's what it goes. That's what it goes to twenty-four. We need twenty-four now. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> How about thirty-two? We might as well go to sixty-four. <laughs> hey, we might as well do get the Mars Madness. Sixty-eight teams. It's elimination from day one. <laughs> regular season says it was five games. Wait, I remember when Bob Bob Knight came out. He said, "I I think every team should make the tournament." So we'll go to we'll go to go to one thirty. You know, why not? Why not? Man, Bob Knight. Hey, fellas, it's been a pleasure, man. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for listening out there. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We don't take your listens lightly. Uh, you can catch us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Amazon, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. You'll find a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. And we've got merch, so definitely check it out. Get yourself an easy Smoking the GM mug, T-shirt, cap, sweatshirt even though it's hot outside <laughs> all your needs are there go 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 check it out man great we greatly appreciate that hey glenn yes sir let's send us out man all right hey we ain't saying we're right you just don't think we're wrong because we have justin fields and you don't yeah <laughs> we'll catch you next week <laughs>